It is not theater, yet it is theatrical. The crowds yell and they are vulnerable emotionally. The fight is real, yet it mimes other struggles. Lacking language, it unfolds in movement. The lights glare and there are themes, patterns, illuminations. The match brings two men into conflict, each having a style that renders an aspect of human character in action. It is the minute-by-minute development of this confrontation that produces a match's greatest interest, for something of the essential nature of each man is revealed, and the meaning and outcome of their being combined is, for the first time, made known. In a stark and most basic way, it mimes the wars men conduct against one another and within themselves. Though the blows struck are real, they are not deadly. A man knocked out is down only briefly. The mime is of death and all the other losses people face. He will get up again and make a show of good health, not unlike the actor who, having died in the play, returns to take his curtain call. A fighter is not unlike an actor in another way, too, for he goes into the ring with more than one identity. He enters as himself, but he is shadowed by another character, a kind of double known and harbored in the minds of the observers. He is, of course, no more than a man, with a personality familiar to those who sit at his breakfast table, and yet, if he lasts at his business long enough, he will become known by an additional, public, somewhat mythological persona. Writers and others concerned with legend and language will develop this second identity for him, though he will contribute his skill, talent, and style, a factual background and fundamental nature from which this doppelganger of sorts is concocted. Furthermore, he will have run a gauntlet of harsh battles with increasingly dangerous men if he is to rise. When he wins, he steals dimensions that these men have stolen from others. His stature is fleshed out and illuminated by the reputations of all those he has beaten. Charles Liston, for example, was known as Sonny, as the world's baddest man, and the bear. It was as if his life and prowess, despite his rudimentary impression, could not be contained within any single invention. In the beginning, he was the phantom that fight fans feared meeting on a dark city street or back alley, particularly if those fans were white. Until a day late in 1969, when his career, for all intents and purposes, ended in Las Vegas. Crowds marveled at his presence.